Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've done today. Fiction. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Invisible Battery Report <laughs> that we desperately have, have to rename at this point. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, that, yeah. As soon as you said the name, I was like, man, this that's not accurate anymore. <laughs> I mean, I think like Book Club isn't the most accurate either, and it's very no. generic. So like, Welcome to Evan and Garrett talking shit about nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not better than like in the fucking book. <laughs> yeah. Um, as I think we said last episode, I can't fucking remember at this point. Uh, we're going to okay. Yeah, last time we talked about the trailer for fucking Titan season three, and now we're finally going to talk about it because I think we're neither one of us at this point have finished it, but we're at a point to where we can at least break that shit in half. So we're going to talk about uh, the first six episodes I think we spoke about earlier, right, of Titan yeah. Season 3, which are just so we get our shit straight. Uh, the episodes we're going to talk about in this episode, people out there in the audience, so, so you can keep track, uh, are going to be episode one, which is called Barbara Gordon, then Red Hood, Hawk, Hank and Dove, Blackfire, Lazarus, Lady Vic. So five or six have... A, a title that is reflective of a person in the episode. But, uh, overall, what are your thoughts on these first six episodes of Titan Season 3? Um, it's tough to say, because I think those who've been following us, you know, listening to us talk about Titans for a while, the show is not without flaws. That is... For sure. It's got a lot of issues with it. Uh, one of the biggest issues, and we, I think we talked about this uh, texting, is like the pacing of it. It's so sporadic. Yeah. Um, but there's something about this show that I just, I can't even tell you what it is, but I love it. I love this show, and I can't even tell you why, because it's not, it's not really that good of a show. No. I mean, I mean, do you feel the same way? Um, I was talking to uh, our podcast host, Brian, about this earlier today while I was on the clock at work. The best way to contact me. Because I can talk work and not get fired. Um, but he said it's the worst season of the three. I definitely don't agree. Uh, I would say this is the best written of the three seasons, in my opinion. Uh, that being said... Um, I do agree that it's it's a show that isn't a good show, but I still love it. Yeah, and and there's no other way to describe it. It's not good. No. I wouldn't recommend you watching it. Like if somebody said like, "Hey, I'm starting. I'm trying to get into like superheroes and stuff, and I'd like to try out Titans. Do you think I should?" I'd be like, "Probably not." Maybe Teen Titans. Yeah, like, Teen Titans I go. I probably wouldn't. <laughs> you're not because you're gonna get in and like the the acting is like sometimes good and sometimes like awful um i think that people that would like this show are it's kind of like 
if you outgrow the CW shows, it's, it's good for that kind of audience. It, it is that type of acting and that type of pacing. And, and that I, is perfect, perfect description of that. You, you don't, the CW shows are too young. Yep. But this does have that CW feel to it, but with R-rated content. And titties. I'm not sure. If, yeah, there was, but. I'm not sure if there were titties in the first six, but it's definitely titties where I am, because I'm thinking about eight or nine. And definitely some, some nice titties, too, and some awkward titties. Whose titties? Whose titties were shown? I want to know. Jason Todd was... Uh, Jason at, Todd's titties? No. Although he may have had titties at some point, maybe at birth, his, his birth gender would allow him to have titties, I feel like. It could be. Respectfully, of his choice. Um, But Jason Todd is lamenting about what he did to Hank. He goes to like a little peep show thing where you watch, you pay to watch two people fuck. And okay, so this I have not seen that yet. Okay, so so I won't ruin it anymore. The episode I'm on right now, right now. It probably is like yeah, cause like you were pretty close to where I was. Yeah, I just watched episode seven. Okay, yes, yeah, so I, I think it's on eight then, cause I'm. Yep, it's gotta be, gotta be. Um, I will say this: this isn't uh, a big spoiler, and I know it goes beyond the first six episodes, but like I, I gotta talk about this scene for a second. Um. It's a very awkward scene because, oh, well, no, first I'll say this, as a feminist, it's interesting that he's, he's paying these peep show people for, to talk to him, like lonely men do for hookers, essentially. And they'll show the woman's fully naked body, but the man is fully dressed. Sexism. Okay. No, I'm not mad at that because I, I don't want to see the dude. I'm just. This is Jason Todd. Yeah. Well, is that kid even 18? That's a good. I don't even know question. if he could. That's. A, I mean, but it, it is Gotham. It is Gotham. I give you that. Yeah. They got their own set of rules. Um, but yeah. Um, so I do basically uh, agree with you in what you're saying about it's not being a good show. But how do you spell it? How do you feel about my point of saying that this is the best written of the three seasons so far? Yeah, I've actually really enjoyed this season as far as, like, storyline. The pacing um, is fucked up, is, but the actual storyline itself is good, yeah. The pacing is fucked up, but the storyline is more focused this year. Because 2 was all over the place. You know, that same thing that, that Brian and I said. Season 2 was all over the fucking place. There, there was so... There was too much. Too much. There was too much shit going on with too many characters. And it was overly complex because the shit with fucking Jericho being inside his dad's head. And yeah, the it was just, it was, just too it much. was hard. It was, it was difficult. Like, I, I mean, obviously I understood it because it wasn't like complicated, but it was just too much. Too much. They're like the fucking flashbacks that, that, that was just. Well, you know how I feel about those flashbacks. You know how I feel about those flashbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In general. Flashback episodes. That's, you just wasted two episodes. Yeah. Of, ah. of, of of story time that like we're trying to figure out the shit that's going on right now we don't need flashbacks full fucking flashback and like we and get it dream flashbacks that didn't yeah. even really exist I was like oh that one episode pissed me off last season yeah but, yeah yeah yep, um, yep. And because yeah like yeah, let's not get off on a tangent on yeah, season 2 will. because we definitely fucking will season 2 is, I'll, I'll say this and then like, you can say anything you want to about uh, that before we move on get back on topic but season 2 is by far the worst season of, of the three I would agree. I'm trying to remember it now. I feel like season one had some 
Season one has some terrible too. misses. That's why I said by at, at this point in season three, they, they're more comfortable with these characters and like they know what they're doing. Yeah, they haven't missed too much. Yeah, there's only there's been some shit that I was like that doesn't make any sense. Oh, like what? Um, trying to remember now. You know, you know what has always bugged me. This has always bugged me with um, DC in general is uh, the Superman character. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is like he can defeat and do anything at any times, but they don't use him to do that. So, but you just know, like, okay, if Superman went there, he would have stopped that immediately. Yeah. And, and I think that character is just. He's got so many powers and is like invincible to everything that you're like, well, that's kind of dumb. That's just like a, they, and they only use him as like a loophole. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Like, okay, we need somebody who won't die from this. Okay, we'll use him. Yep. But they could have used him on everything and he could have fixed this problem. Like this would have been solved immediately. Yeah. Like, why? Okay, so I guess you can track it up to him re him being what two years old. Technically. Yeah. But technically, yeah. Could he have saved Hawk's life? Oh, spoilers, people. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He walked to the fucking uh, bedroom when he could have flew, I felt like. I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I... Did he actually when they, walk... When they want him to use those powers, he's way overpowered. But when they don't want him to use the powers, it's like, well, why didn't he fucking use the powers? So that's why I don't like that character. Yeah. Um, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of Superboy. I actually don't really like the actor either. I think he's the worst actor on the show. I think he works for that role because he's playing a role of kind of a smart idiot. Like he has his potential to be smart, but in, in also he's very naive. He's not. He isn't used to being around people. So that wooden acting style that that actor has fits that role because of that. Yeah, I, I yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. And um, just for reference, I don't know anything about Superboy. I also think Crypto is ridiculous. Like, yeah. he just pops up every now and then and, like, shoots lasers out of his eyes. And I'm like, this is so stupid. This is so dumb. Yeah. So I've always... That, I'm sorry, go ahead. That, but that's just me. Like, I don't know anything about those characters. I just know that, like, he... Crypto's, like, never in it. Then all of a sudden, they'll be in a fight scene, and he'll pop up and shoot somebody with lasers. And I'm like, well, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. Where did he even come from? People who are, like... People who are fans of kind of goofy comic books love Crypto. I think the concept of Crypto, like, you're... Uh, um, alluding to is dumb as fuck. And then, yeah. that came from a time in the comic books. And then, uh, let me say up front, I'm not sure if I said this on, on the podcast network these last six or seven years, but I'm not a Superman fan. I think he is the most overpowered. And then, besides that, I don't find his character even interesting. But... Same. It's exactly how I feel. There have been multiple I've never gotten times. into reading any of his comics, yeah. any, of his, any of his shows. I just don't... He's just too... One... He's too easy to write. Um, I'm trying to think of how I want to say it. He's too easy to. He's too easy to fix a problem because he's got so many problems or so many powers that, well, just well, he can do this. So, yeah, problem solved. Well, when when he's written the best when he plays off plays off other characters, and this is more towards Superman versus Superboy. Uh, someone was saying one time that uh, what's he could be interested if written properly is because he has all these powers, but he's the master of none. Like he's not as fast as 
as a Flash, she's not as strong as some, some other character who's only strong. So he has a little bit of everybody's power, but he's not the best at any of those things. So it's like, kind of like a jack-of-all-trades, okay. but like a master yeah. of none. So if he's written that way, I think he could be interesting. But um, every couple of decades or years, they try to just say, for, okay, Superman is a lone savior. I mean, person from Krypton, everybody else is dead. And then they say, no, what fuck that he had... Uh, his parents didn't die. He, he he has a cousin. He has a dog. He has yep. a whole city of Candor. So then, like, he kept... And I think he works best when he is the only person who survives his shit. Yeah. But that's just me. But I'm not... You got an army of Superman. Like, it's just dumb. Because you can't... There's no way to beat that. Yeah. There was a storyline in the books that I was reading that came out, like, in 2006. And then we'll get back to Titans. Um, like... After you respond to this, but um, that was pretty interesting. That actually tackled that very topic because uh, I'm not sure if you know some. Uh, like you probably know because it's not uh, you know, like it's kind of deep dive comic book shit. But the villain Braniac, um, his whole thing is he collects a city from every world so he can get all of the knowledge of every world in existence. So before Krypton blew up, he took a city called Candor, which is where Supergirl family lived in Krypton, not because like she's she's Superman's older cousin technically. Okay. Um so she was a teenager when he was a baby. So they both and then like the retcon goes that they both got sent to on planet Earth but but uh Superman got there decades before she did because like her plane got fucking stuck in um oh okay in space. Then she comes as a teenager, which is the same age that she was when she uh, fucking left Krypton, but because took her, her her plane, her ship's alone to get there, now Clark is in his 30s, so now her, her baby cousin is her older cousin, which is kind of intriguing, but yeah, in yeah. any event... I actually didn't know the storyline of Supergirl, so... Now, that's one of them. I'm, I'm sure that there have been others. Yeah. They change shit up all the time, but... There also was a storyline in, like, 2005... To where that city of Candor got expanded to real size. And I think they either came to Earth or they got some other uninhabited planet and made that like the new Krypton. Okay. So then that was interesting too, because you find out that Superman isn't the most powerful Kryptonian. He was just the only Kryptonian. Okay. So then like when he, he will go to new Krypton, because on their home planet, they don't have any powers. The power comes from like our, comes oh, from our yeah. son. So when yeah. he's on Krypton or New Krypton, he's just a normal dude. Okay. And then people there love a fucking uh, uh, what's his name, General Zod, not knowing the shit that he's done on Earth and shit. So okay, that's a pretty interesting story. But the problem with it is, it went on for like for like a year and a half in five different comic books. So there's a lot of shit's going on. That's that's the hardest part of comic books in general. Yeah. Is trying to find a storyline. In it's it's if you're walking in trying to find comics like I was before, mm-hmm. like me and you got together, it's impossible, man. Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea what's happening. What's the current story? What's a real story? What's the spinoff? What's right? Um, not a real story, but just like a fun story that they, it's just it's impossible to figure it out. And the fucked up part is these these people working these comic book stores who need people like you to at least be to grow the audience are assholes and like they're smug and like don't want to answer questions or or fucking help you out. 
There's only been one comic book store that I've been into where the guy was actually nice to me. And the rest of the time, like uh, Cashman's. That's one Bay City, right? Yep, that's one Bay City. Okay. Um, and that guy was nice to me. The rest of the guys, like the ones in Saginaw, man, I walk into and they look at me like, "Why are you here, you piece of shit?" Yep. Like, like, what is your deal, man? Like, oh, this guy went there. This guy like to know about Batman. Like, well, yeah, <laughs> he's the most popular character. I would like to read some stories on him. Right. And then the comic book store that I go to, uh, I've been going there on and off since I was probably four. And he was an asshole to me since I was probably 20. So, ridiculous. <laughs> so like, I definitely get it, man. Um, but in, in, in any event, back to the Titans episode one through six. Uh, so, I guess if we did the overall broad strokes, so what's what are some of the things that that like you liked about? Well, actually, I guess we talk about that too because I'm trying I'm trying to not be so negative when I talk about Jen anymore. Yeah, but I, I feel well, like overall like, we've been pretty positive. Or let me go one pretty more fair. negative. Okay, one more take, and this is this is a personal negative of mine. Um, I don't. It might not be. Um, it wasn't like poorly written or anything like that. Um, this is huge spoiler alert, but, uh, Hank and Dawn are my favorite characters. Yeah. And that fucking sucked when I realized that that was actually happening to them. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, those two were my favorite by far. I really like, um, Alan Ritson. Yeah. So him, the, all that happening, um, sucked. And I was super depressed by that. It was it was almost like they were purposely trying to embarrass him, unlike the writers on the show, because like made him strip naked for no reason. Yeah, I feel. And like then they killed him a lot in all shows. Yeah, people don't like him. I don't know why. Like, but... well, it's just like the dude's like super ripped, so they're like, okay, we gotta have a scene with this guy with no clothes on. It's like, why? Why are we doing that? Because it made no sense. No. It made, I, I guess it made like I mean because because like Red Hood fucked him up anyway. He had to get ass naked. Right. It, it, yeah, it was weird. It was very weird, but um, I will piggyback off of that point, and then I have like one more kind of negative thing to say. I'm going to probably get closer to uh, some more final points on it. But the Hawk and Dove storyline from this season was poorly executed and poorly, and poorly written. Absolutely. Because at first they hated each other. He loved her. She was fucking some other dude, like always. And then yep. when it he get the thing in her heart, in his heart. She falls in love with him again because she pities him like always. She always falls in love with Hank when he's being pitied. Like, yeah. So she's toxic as fuck, bro. Oh, she definitely is. That whole relationship's toxic as fuck. <laughs> I feel bad and for that, Hank. That's what that's what like bothered me because I like those two so much. But she is and, evil, and I wanted it to work so bad. And then I'm like, what the fuck is even happening? Like. Okay, you were a bitch to him and fucking terrible to him. Yes. With his addiction and everything, but then he's about to die and you're like, well, I guess I'll fuck you one more time. Like, wait a minute. What but plot twist, I don't want to fuck you anymore. Yeah, like, what is. I I think she's uh, a, a really good character that they wrote poorly. Wait, wait, wait. You mean that she could have been a good character? Because, like, yeah. the character of Dove, I think, has always been trash. I mean, I barely see anything oh. with Dove in it as a character. I, this is the only thing I've seen in it. Yeah. I just, I, I liked those two together. I think that she's, and, and 
I didn't like those two together because I saw how fucking toxic she was for him. Um, and I think that her character is really a terrible person. But you think that she's a good person because she talks so sweet and she's kind of like a hippie yeah. and shit. But she's a fucking terrible person. Yeah, the minute no, yeah. any other yeah. man gives her attention, fuck Hank. Yeah. But yeah, at the same time, Hank can't expect her to be his therapy because people who have people who suffer through mental illness, they try to take everybody down with them. It's not anyone else's responsibility to stop them from being depressed or to stop them from issues. They need to get help from a professional. Yeah. No, it, that's that's what I'm saying though. Like, it, it, it was from the moment they came on screen, I liked both actors, actor actress. Yeah. Uh, and and I I was intrigued by their story. Yeah, and true. I wanted that to be better. Yes, and it just never really got better. It just kept getting worse and worse until this happened. And I'm like, well, I guess it's probably good that that's over because it was getting hard to watch. It, it was a very interesting story, and now it painted her to not on the surface level of, of being a bad guy, but if you think about the interaction, you can tell that she's definitely the bad person in that scenario, which is kind of a creative way to do it. Because typically, yeah. it would be very blatant that one person is, is a bad guy. But they never really... Nobody ever points the finger at her for doing anything that she does to uh, Hank. But if you right. think about it, it's obvious and, and, and it's sickening. And then you feel so bad. And then if you really consider what Hank has been through, like in season one, with, one like with the first dove, that shit was fucking terrifying. I'm surprised they even showed that. I had that storyline in there. You feel so sorry for Hank and you get the... Oh, oh you're talking about his brother? Yeah, and like him yeah. taking a dick for his brother. Oh God, yeah, I forgot. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that whole story. Yeah, that storyline was fucked. I forgot about that. So Hank is fucked up, and you feel yeah. sorry for him, and you get why he's the way that he is. Because mm-hmm. he he's had some fucking trauma in his fucking life now, but the execution of that of their storyline, which should have been pivotal in season three, was written terribly. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense, and I and ended abruptly. And it ended abruptly, yes, and then. Apparently, without Hawks, there's no dove because she, she now she's so fucking hurt that he died. The let's had to fly away. It was really meant that her boyfriend from fucking uh San Francisco called her for some more uh pussy. Probably, it seems likely. But I mean, that's kind of the the trend she was on. Now, but but I think that ended. Um, I don't know if you knew this, but Alan Richson. Um, got a big contract for I think it's either Jack Ryan or Jack Reacher. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah, he did. He's gonna be starring in that HBO show, which I will watch, even though I've never seen any of those. I I'm telling you, I just like him. I think it's Jack Stem from Blue Mountain State. Yeah, I think it's Jack Richter. I want to say Ryan, but Jack Ryan is uh the dude from um the office. Is that John Krasinski? Yeah. Okay, so I think it's Jack Reacher then. So like that's the guy that Tom Cruise played. Yes, yes, that's who it is. Yeah, and being a person who's read, I think two two of those books, he is more physically who Jack Reacher should be. Yes, yeah, that's that's who it is because I remember reading an article and they said originally for that movie, they were like, well, Tom Cruise doesn't fit any of this description. Doesn't make any sense. But then Alan Richardson for the show, they were like, well, he fits like perfectly. He's probably a little young, but overall, yeah, yeah. Um, so that does make sense then. But I, so I think that's why he left, or they wrote him out. But the show. But Dub ain't doing shit. <laughs> no, I don't know. What, I mean, I. But 
Uh, you know, who knows when she'll be back, though, because look at... Now, this is just for the first six episodes. We have yet to see Rachel. True. Yeah. I, I think she might have been mentioned in passing. Like, yes. Once. I mean, Beast Boy, the first couple of episodes, was talking to her apparition in his mind. Yeah. Which is stupid. Yeah, I think Beast Boy's a wasted character Wait, right now. And, and that brings up a point that I think we need to talk about. Okay, now people in the audience who say haven't always talking negative, we did talk about some, some good points of the show, but we're doing a conversation that's going to dissect the series. Um, the cast isn't that big, but they still can't balance out the screen time. They, they just can't figure it out. They can't figure it out. And then people have been complaining too, and this is something I don't agree with but people have been saying that this season is, is like a uh, a Nightwing show and then my thing is so were the first two seasons yeah it's Nightwing yeah, and the, the Titans yeah he's obviously the main character yeah so I, I don't um, think that it, I'm sorry go ahead which isn't the worst I mean he's the best actor by, by him, far so, by far by far um and and, I mean, and he's the best casted yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. definitely, he's probably the best casting live action of any Batman character, in my opinion. I, he is, to me, Robin. Yes. And Nightwing. He is Dick Grayson. You know, he got, sure. like, couldn't have picked it better. No. Uh, and I think he does a terrific job with what he, what he has and what he works with. Absolutely. He elevates that material. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. So I, I understand why he's the main character, but I, I would, Agree with him. This is supposed to be a Titan show, and there are some characters that are just absolutely left behind. But okay, this is coming from person who, person who's read like the uh, the comic books. All of the Titan stories were also <laughs> Dick Grayson stories, so that's why I, I don't get <laughs> yeah. When people have like the, that kind of argument, besides like the, the Titan, the Teen Titans that came out in um, the early two thousands would ha- was had Tim Tim Drake robbing. And then uh, Superboy and Impulse, because it wasn't uh, Dick Grayson in that. That was more of an ensemble. Other than that, yeah. um, the other and well, the other characters who, who got playing Titans aren't in this. Like, like mainly Cyborg. Yep, no Cyborg. And then also, and, and this show is different because Dick Grayson is older than most of the cast, so like they can't be on on even playing. It, yeah. And significantly older too. We're talking about teenagers to a thirty-year-old. Yeah, because you know? in this essence, yeah, Dick Grace is definitely in his thirties. I, I would assume, yeah, or lately, late, or he's twenty-nine and a half. Officer, like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. Damn. Yeah. Like, there's so much to talk. Well, we can say something for for like the next episode. But um, here's something else that didn't work for me. And then I'll get your opinion on it. And then I'll try to do one more positive thing. There's so much I can say. But, yeah, like, I'll say some of this. Because, like, we haven't talked about the plot that much. Okay. I'll say one more thing. You can say one more thing or have a rebuttal. And then we'll try to talk about the plot for a little bit before we got to get off. But, um, fuck was I going to say? Shit, I forgot my point. Oh, and this is kind of plot are related. So, Starfire is having these bad dreams, and her little interaction with, like, this, uh, therapist dude is pretty interesting. I, yeah. I, I want to see it. Hopefully, this goes somewhere and has a payoff. Cause I, I, I kind of think that he's going to be, like, someone from her planet, but she doesn't know it. Yeah. And I hope that happens. So, 
that was going to be my positive thing, is I was going to say, this is the most interested I've been in Starfire. Absolutely. And Blackfire, at first her acting was terrible, but now... Dude, she's come along. Uh, and quickly. quickly. I, I, I actually, when she's on the screen now, I enjoy it. Bro, and... I want to hear more of their stuff. Yes. And then her in Superboy makes sense. I like it. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. And, I mean, it's me, it's like awkward. But I think it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I hope, and this happened on the ones that we've watched, but I don't think it happened on the first six. But did she explain why she uh, killed their parents on the ones you yes. watched? Okay. Yeah. And it's good seeing the other side of that whole coin. Yeah. But yeah, I hope. I didn't know that about Blackfire. The only thing I've ever seen on Blackfire is she's bad. Yeah, exactly. Now, in the comic book, she's always been bad, and she'll kind of be like Loki to, to uh, Starfire's okay. store. And I hope they don't go that same storyline, although that, that's that's from the comic books. I hope that she doesn't turn evil. Because she's, she's kind of good for the cast. I think, yes. I think. She kind of elevates other people in the scenes that she's in. Absolutely. So I hope that she doesn't flip Because they've had way too many heel turns already. I know. Yep. Uh, but, um... Oh. How the fuck does Earthfire and Beast Boy break out uh, intergalactic terrorist and there's no no fucking repercussions? Bro, not one... No repercussions and there's zero guards. <laughs> zero guards. We're talking about international takeover the, the planet terrorist. And, and there's... One nerd. There's one scientist. Yeah. Who is completely inept at his job? Completely inept. It doesn't like, but there's there's that's why the show is what it is. It's got so many damn holes. It's it's yeah. unbelievable. But I enjoyed it. I like they dro broke her out, and I was like, oh, she's actually pretty awesome. But like that was the last you heard of it. Last year, bunker. Some secret bunker that they happen to come across from her dreams, and they Which was break her out. It was fine, but yeah. it just didn't make any. Now there's like nobody's even looking for her. Like, I guess you could say that that nerd is so afraid to tell that she's gone. But it's been weeks now, and yeah, no one checks up, checks in on this dude ever. Nope. <laughs> this is fucking dumb, bro. Yeah. Um, it, it, yeah, that's probably the, pretty dumb. Part. That's probably my my biggest problem with the season so far, and it irks me every time I see her and, and her wonderful acting. Like no one's gonna say shit about her being a fucking future. Uh, intergalactic, intergalactic terrorist. <laughs> Nobody does shit. About Nobody her. does shit. Well, open and shut case. Boy, she's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe next time, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's unbelievable yeah um, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, um one of my good things mm -hmm. and but i i suspect that many people would not think this is uh, cool but i really like the batman scene when he killed joker when he killed joker well allegedly killed yeah. joker i don't you know we don't really know what happened right. with that but when he's He's hanging out in the doorway with the bloody crowbar yeah, and yeah. drops it. Like to me, that was an awesome scene. The only good scene that I he's been really in in three seasons because I hate right. that old, old fucking skinny Batman, cancer patient yeah. Batman. 
he's he's not my favorite and him in season two again made zero fuck i still have no idea oh yeah what one part made no fucking sense i have zero idea that shit didn't make no sense <laughs> but this scene that scene to me was awesome yeah but i like that darker stuff where batman is like because to me batman's a psychopath and this is in terms of live action at least th- maybe this new batman movie will will be like this one. But this is the darkest that Batman's ever been because the flashbacks of Dick Grace's childhood, that's fucking torture. He tortured that yeah. child. That's child yeah. abuse. And Batman yeah. is not a good guy in this. This And then there have been storylines that have kind of tackled that issue of like, is Batman really a good guy? No, in this shit, he's a psychopath. But he is though. Like he, to yes. me, he is and he should be. He should be, yes. Well, I guess if Ben Affleck kind of did when he said, Alfred... We've always been criminals. Or something like that he said, like a Batman v Superman. Yeah, but I mean, this one you're actually seeing. Yeah, and just, he should always be struggling with this. It should always yes. be a struggle. He should, to me, it doesn't make sense. Oh, I have a code I don't ever kill. No, you should always be struggling with that because you dress up as a bat and fight crime at night. You're, you're insane. Like, yes. And then you should be, and you should be struggling with the idea of, oh, I could end this if I killed them or, does that make me work? Like, that should, that should be a constant battle with him. So that's why I, also they that's sh- why I like that scene. Yes, and they show his obsession, too, because uh, they brought up the fact that two days after fucking Dick left, there's new Robin. And then after mm-hmm. Jesse Todd died, the next day, he, he had like he had all the candidates already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that was actually very good. That's my type of Batman. Well... That probably going a little bit too crazy for me, but that is a logical application of Batman. Like, 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 bro, you gotta stop this, bro. You can't do this again. Yeah. He died today. Yeah, well, but it made to me that made sense because the only thing that matters to him, the only thing, the only that thing him, that matters to him is his mission, continuing this mission. Yeah, and so then he me, admitted that, that made sense. Yes, and, and he admitted I can't do this on my own. I'm too old. Yeah, so he will do whatever it takes, even this means. Find the kids who, who who have issues that he can just base basically this Batman is like McDonald's. McDonald's historically will hire kids from broken homes and bad neighborhoods so they have a sense of family. They'll treat these kids really good and they make them do shit. They fucking make them work hard for them because they have that acceptance of being a family. Yeah. So that's kind of what Batman does. Yeah. I I mean yeah, I, I thought that that this was the first storyline of Batman that was done well. Although the actors on terrible. Titans, on Titans. Yes, agree. And then um, every character on, on that screen has been a, has been a Robin besides the dude uh, with the guitar. I had to look him up. Apparently, he is the son of Joe Chill in the comic books, the guy who killed Batman's parents. What are we talking about? What screen? Uh, when he when Dick Grayson was going through the list of. Robins, yeah. The Bruce had everyone who popped okay. up on that screen has been a Robin before. Besides oh, that, no yeah. And then T- Tim Drake, who's going to be Robin on the show, like like to have black and and have Asian kid. Is that who that is? Yes. In the, in the okay, all right. So, I'm like, uh, so to me, I didn't know what the fuck was going on with that storyline. Yeah, because it's terrible. Because I'm like, who are these people? Like, why why do I care about this restaurant at all? Who are you? Yep, that's Tim. I, did they say he was Tim Drake? Yeah, yeah. I must have missed it. 
Because yep, I had no idea who he was. I was like, okay. My favorite Robin who got ruined twice this year. Because fuck me, I guess. Wow, how did he get ruined twice? Okay, so in, in this show, uh, Tim Drake is not uh, half black, half Asian, whose parents have a struggling Chinese restaurant. N- number one, he, he was a rich kid who lived next door to Bruce Wayne in his own mansion w- with his parents. Number two, in the comic books, Tim Drake has always been a person who loved the ladies, especially like the black ladies in the last 20 years or so. He, he's always had like a, a girlfriend, but now, out of the blue, they're saying that he's bisexual. Ah, that from in this show? No, I feel like he's a little, he's a little bisexual, he's a little, he might be of the LGBTQ community in this show too, with how he acts. Okay. But in the comic books now, in like the regular comic books, the main continuity has been revealed that now, after being around since 1987, he's a but that's a whole... Because to me, that's... To me, that's just checking off a box. Yes. And... You know? There are a group of comic book fans who are kind of bigots who talk about these things that are happening in comic books. And you hate to agree with them because they're also bigots and, and sexist yeah, and racist. Right, and that's what, that's what I mean. I don't mean to say that. I hope that doesn't get misconstrued that way, but... You know what I mean? I just... I don't... I also think it's unfair for that community to be a check, um, um, yes. a check mark. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's not fair for that community either. It, to me, there's no good way to do that. Well, if there, there have been characters in the past who have always been kind of written to be a member of that community, but because it was the eighties and shit, they can do it. Like, for example, like there's a character from the X-Men universe called, uh, North star. And the guy who created That's him good. said that he's, he always meant for him to be a member of the, uh, of that community, but he couldn't do it because, like, because because uh, Marvel said no. So he said he always wrote him to be that way. He just can come out and say it. But then I think okay. in the nineties, uh, like th- there's other writers say, "Fuck it, I'm gonna make it plain." So so that happens. So that I'm fine with that. That makes sense. Or or if it's a new character, and that's part of the and that's just a part of of like their character trick. That's fine too. But to take a character who's always been established to like women. And I, I, I guess there are people who do change their sexuality as they get older. So I guess I can't be too mad about it, but I feel like, like you said, they're just checking the box and it's a reach. And instead of trying to uh, build yeah. up new characters, they're just trying to change existing characters to be part of diversity. And that's not really being fair to... I, I don't think that most people, if you aren't a racist or a sexist, you don't mind if there is diversity... But when you force it and, like, you're just checking the box, that's when it becomes a problem. That's exactly what I mean. And like I said, though, I I don't think that's fair to the character. I also don't think it's fair for the LGBTQ community either. Like, to just be an afterthought and be like, okay, we'll make this guy uh, bisexual and call it good. There you go. There's your character. Like, that doesn't – what does that do for anybody? Exactly. And they're like – and this is me as a black dude. I don't have a problem with, like with Tim Drake being a white dude that he's been since the very beginning. Yeah. 
Like, to just try to check. So there's never been an uh, iteration. He's always been white? Robin, yes. Tim Drake? Tim Drake, yes. Every Robin has, has always been white. Now, Stephanie Brown and then K- Kelly, Kathy Kelly, I think her name is, they, they've been female Robins. So there have been female Robins and there have been uh, dude Robins, but they've all been members of the Anglo-Saxon community. Um, gotcha. Okay. But Batman has had other allies, especially in the last couple of years, who who have been black. Like, he had this kid named The Signal uh, and somebody else, too. Lucius Fox's son was a character named Batwing and shit, but yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah. Me as a black dude, I don't appreciate when they just make a random character black, like like fuck Nick Fury. Now, I'm not as mad about that in in the movies, per se. Yeah. Sometimes. But, but like, making Tim Drake biracial because reasons is, like, a little strange. Right, yeah. But that's that's because reasons. Like that's that's what it is. But I, I'm glad you told me that was Tim Drake, though. I, like maybe I'm an idiot and I just missed that, or I just never knew what was happening with those scenes. I was like, who is this guy? Why does he keep showing him? They may not have said Tim Drake, but I no no. Okay. They said Tim Drake on the computer screen when Degression was going through it, and then when that kid got stopped by those cops trying to also like play on like Black Lives Matter. Police shit, in my opinion. That's how, like, I saw that scene. Uh, yeah. The cops asked him what his name is and said, hey, I'm Tim Drake. I'm 99% sure. Uh, maybe I just don't remember that. So, you recently watched these. Yeah. So, people in the audience. You recently watched these. I watched these when they first came out, so it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So, I probably just don't remember the scene. And then, also, like we said uh, before, either on the show or in, in real life, with these fucking news shows, and then motherfucking a surround sound. Even if you have a speaker or a sound bar, sometimes it's hard to hear motherfuckers talk. I, dude, I watch with subtitles. I'm becoming that person too. I didn't want to be that I person. Feel like, I'm, like a hundred. Because <laughs> I'm like, I gotta get sometimes. I can't. I don't. I don't hear half the shit. But, but if a car's coming in the show, you hear that shit in the fucking next next house. I know my ears start bleeding. I'm like, what the. Fuck? Can we, is there a balance? Is there a fucking balance? And then, like, they talk so fast and shit, like, man, like, and I don't think that this is us getting old. I think this is how this shit is filmed, and they kind of expect to have subtitles on. Because you you can't, you can't, you can't hear shit. I can't hear it. And even when I do hear it, I'm like, what did you just say? Exactly. Like, I have no idea what, what just happened. But, and I feel like, but I feel like with subtitles, you get, (laughs) you get, like, some background stuff. That you wouldn't have... There's no way I would have actually heard that. Exactly. But the bad part about subtitles, and then maybe I'm not... I haven't fully adjusted yet, is the fact that sometimes it takes you away from what's going on on the screen because you're trying to read it at the same time. It's like It does, because I'm an idiot and I can't read fast. So I'm... <laughs> it takes me a minute to read it, and I look up and I'm like, oh, we're in the next scene. Because the issue is... The <laughs> because the issue is they still talk fast as shit, and then they talk over each other, so like you can't keep up with it. I know. It helps out a little bit, but it still is all the way there. I know, I know. It, that's exactly how I feel, though. I'm just like, I can't hear or understand what anybody's saying. Like, sometimes I'm like, did he just speak in a different language? <laughs> There's no way. <laughs> He's bilingual. Like, I have no idea what's happening sometimes. So, I, it's hard, man. Um, But real quick, just so, just to get people, and I, and we, and we imagine that, that, that 
you've either watched the show like we have, or you just hear you're just here to hear us talking about it and, and don't care about spoilers. But so you know, the story is essentially um, Jason Todd going out to fight the Joker when Batman is out of town, and he gets murdered by the Joker and comes back to life the same very night as a new villain called <laughs> called Red Hood. The same night, same night, same night. Not even twenty four hours. <laughs> the second Bruce Wayne buried him, the Scarecrow. I dug his ass up. Wait, wait, as a matter of fact, who dug him up? They don't tell you because that's just, you know, he got out. That's a huge pothole. Kill Bill style. <laughs> because the Scarecrow did break out of jail. Yep, he did. Well, at that point, the Scarecrow was still in jail, though, right? Yes. So who the fuck broke? Who? You know, the guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know. The crew. <laughs> His crew. So you want to talk about Plowhole? How about how about the most sophisticated and secret ultra intelligence got broken into by a dude on a laptop? <laughs> <laughs> <With> Windows XP. <laughs> it's like I got him. I'm taking control of this. That to me, that was one of the biggest plot holes. Maybe maybe they explained that, but I was like. So he just broke, like he cracked the code, like. Okay, so that's actually a good spot for us to kind of transition to what we're going to talk about next episode. I think that's episode seven. Uh, was that seven? Oh my bad. No, no, I, no. I was thinking that was six. That's fine. Like these are our rules, and they're loose rules. We can break them out however the fuck we want to. But um, things, things to look forward to in the second half of the season, in my opinion, I'm pretty sure that Barbara Gordon is not. Gonna be on the up note. Cause why make her a Catwoman like character? Mm-hmm. And then why say that Batman and Robin follow all the rules? And why does she keep telling Dick Grayson like to go back home? Yeah, there's a lot of little seeds. You're, you're anticipating a heel turn. Yes. Yeah, I didn't get that vibe, but once you started saying it, I kind of started seeing it as well. But my my first watch. I didn't get that much. What if she dug him up? Which I don't think it's physically possible. <laughs> uh, yeah, how she dug him up? <laughs> what if... You don't actually enjoy her, though, do you? No. Uh, her character's terrible. Uh, she's a terrible... She, she, she sounds like a baby when she talks. Oh, my God, Nate, wait! And then, how do they fuck one time? And they're like, not like they're just in love. <laughs> well, that's... That's Nightwing in general. I feel like that dude's fucked everybody on the show who's of age. He's fucked everybody on that like, show, for sure. And then just, like, no strings attached ever until they Until Barbara Gordon. <laughs> because she's the one girl who probably kind of turned him down. Because, yeah, yeah, she broke up with him. Yeah. It's heavily implied that she broke up with him, and that's why he wants her. But, and then also, he could have said, this is also on, like, the next six. Maybe that's what happened to, like, low-key... Now that she wants him back, all that he wants her anymore, because he could have went to that damn uh, a gala. He what? He could have he went to that fucking gala with her, but instead of like he followed fucking Dick Grayson. That's what, yeah. And then, why did he eat that food beforehand and lied about it? Eat the food beforehand? Is this in an episode I haven't seen yet? Probably so. so yeah, sorry. <laughs> but... Fair enough. But uh, this isn't a huge I, I spoiler. Liked her, but I thought, I thought she was a good character. But... <laughs> oh, oh, bad 
Batman. I need a drink. <laughs> You're being a big meanie, Batman. <laughs> All right, all right, okay. So I'm Barbara Gordon. Barbara. All right, we got it. You big meanie. I'm telling my dad the commissioner. <laughs> we can't use the oracle, but I guess. <laughs> no, no, dick. We're not going to use... Also, I like when people say dick, they call him a dick. 80% of the time. Yeah, 80% of the time they're calling him a dick and that is hilarious especially they her emphasize that so much yes <laughs> her on episode 1 she's calling him a dick every time no dick you need to listen <laughs> every time she says she's calling him a dick to me that is like it's so crazy because every time somebody says that on the show I'm like there's no way they're saying that as a name <laughs> like they just don't in that show no it comes off as calling him a dick every because <laughs> He's like the only person that they say exactly like when because on, on fiction they always have like say a person's name for for like artists like if you're not talking, hey Garrett, hey Garrett, yeah Garrett, I'm telling you, we say hey bro, but on that um, but on fiction they have to say the person's name so in case you read a novel you can't see the people or if you don't know what right. these people are yet to do that. But in Titans, you're right, they don't do it as much unless you're dick. Yeah, unless you're dick, they're just calling you a dick all the time. <laughs> Especially, call me you little dick. You dick. <laughs> it's always hilarious. Oh man, this show is. Well, it's not perfect. It's not perfect, but it is enjoyable. It really is. I don't know. I can't tell you. And, and and the crazy part is, and, and, and now we're gonna finish up, guys. But the, the the crazy part is, although we did spend probably more time talking about things we didn't like about it, but this conversation forty five minutes of our hour, we've been saying how she. <laughs> but us having this conversation makes me like it even more. I know. I don't know why. I know. So stupid. <laughs> this is such a dumb show. I can't wait to watch more. <laughs> this is a fucking abusive relationship. It really is. Oh, oh, Hawk and Dove. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what they did to me? <laughs> uh, uh, Hawk's fucking stash was pretty good, too. And then... Wait, wait, one last thing. One last kind of plot hole, weird plot thing that happened. So, when Dick called everybody back, he didn't call Hank? Nah, he's good. He's hoping he could smash Dumb one more time. <laughs> he probably could with Hawk in the room sleep. <laughs> it wouldn't matter. <laughs> and Hank would be like, it's okay, I'll take you back. <laughs> Help me. As long as he made you happy for those two hours he <laughs> fucked you. <laughs> So ridiculous. Two hours straight, he was coming. So coming. Oh, I just came, dove. <laughs> but, but dick yourself, fucking. I know. Oh, here he comes again. <laughs> Boy, Hank's sitting there with a bomb in his chest. Just come back to me. Just come back to me. <laughs> oh fuck! But yeah, yeah. So then, I can't tell if Dick was mad that Hawk showed up, or he was happy like, oh, Hank. Uh, I'm glad you're here, but what totally probably is... I to put you on that group text. <laughs> right, right, right. My bad, man. Glad you made it. Glad you made it, buddy. But I can't tell because how he is, because he's like Batman, you can't really tell if he's happy or sad because he has one tone. He does. He really does. <laughs> but that scene was funny. And then, she, what was Dove? Oh, Dove was... I, 
I was gonna ask why Dove was mad, but she's obviously mad because now she casts a sneak around fucking dick. Yeah, yeah, and they thought they were there in the clear. All of a sudden, he shows up. She's like, oh, I thought you didn't want to put on the costume. That's why I left your ass because you were <laughs> lazy fuck. Like, so ooh, like so I fuck Dick the first two weeks, and then I fuck uh, Superboy. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> More power to her. I don't mind a sexually liberated woman, but it's just how she goes about it. And then her fucking using Hank. That's the problem. Her fucking she can fuck who she wants to fuck. More power to her. But how she doing Hank, that's that that's my problem. I would hundred percent agree. I don't care if she fucked Beast Boy while he was a tiger. I'm okay with it. <laughs> but for Hank is but you're right. I mean, some of it's Hank's fault, too, though. Like, you can't be dependent on people like that. Yes. He he is emotionally abusive to her, and he's some of the problem, too. But she could just say, fuck it, because eventually, well, it's really toxic, toxic, because she should probably tell him, I don't want to fuck you, Hank, but he wants yeah. to know his answer, too. Yeah, it's a really fucked up situation, but unfortunately, my gut tells me to blame her more. Yeah, because she doesn't yeah. have the same, at least, as severe mix-up issues. The same thing is Hank. Are we taking pity on Hank? Are we just as bad? I'm taking. Well, I'm taking pity on him, but I'm not abusing him emotionally or sexually like Dove. That's is. fair. That's fair. Because Dove maybe has some a borderline personality uh, problem too. But she's not, she isn't anywhere nearly as severe as Hank is. Because Hank probably needs to be medicated and in in-house treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, how about uh, Hank uh, explodes into a million pieces and everyone just kind of moved on? The next day. Next day, they're like, well. And Dick I, gave no fucks. Hey, nobody, nobody even fixed that room. <laughs> just, it's cool now. Like, <laughs> a bomb went off. There should be a hole in the house. Hank's body parts are still in that room. Yeah. This is a closed no, door. No, hey, no police came to shoot. <laughs> no, right. nobody, came, nobody showed up for a bomb that went off. Like, I think a bomb just went off at the Wayne Manor. Ah, that's all right. Buddy. Don't check into it, boys. <laughs> Still looking for that terrorist. <laughs> uh, and uh, one last joke to close out on. Um, do you think that Red Hood is really doing this because he's mad that Rose left it and the Austin want to do it? Fuck him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I... I mean, probably. This show proved that pussy will drive you crazy. That's actually the underlying theme <laughs> of every season. <laughs> pussy will drive you crazy. <laughs> drive you crazy. <laughs> oh, man. Look at everybody who's fucking somebody. Aquaboy. Yeah. Aquaboy uh, was also a simp. Yep. But that's the thing. Hank is a cuck. Girl. Yeah, you see, but you do it Aquaboy is a simp. <laughs> You gotta do what uh, Nightwing's doing. Fuck everybody. Fuck and everybody. then you just don't die. Yeah. He openly fucks everybody, too. And then, wait, wait. Last thing we gotta talk about. This shit gets deep. I respect the emotional maturity of Starfire and Dick. Yeah. Because they're, they're talking about him fucking all the hoes. <laughs> like, they just they didn't fuck. They are so open on who they're fucking. She's trying to fuck some therapist that she's never even, like, hung out with. But she calls him for random reasons. And then uh, Dick is just like, turns the corner and Barbara's in his room. He's like, I guess we're doing this. Which also came out of <laughs> I know. He's like, I thought you were going home. She's like, I'm ready to fuck. <laughs> and also, 
Is it because she was drinking? So was that consent? Oof, I don't want to get into that. <laughs> it's deep. <laughs> I didn't want to get into that. Is, I know a lot of women that I've dealt with in a, a consensual uh, adult activities who will say, get me drunker so, I, so I'll be more freaky. So I'm just saying. Oof. I tell you this, man. It's all fucked up. I'm glad I'm not single. That sounds exhausting. <laughs> sounds exhausting. Round five can't get exhausted, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I respect the fact, and I'm not sure. Yeah, this also happens on like the next episode that you're going to watch. Basically, uh, Dick and Starfire have a casual conversation about him fucking Barbara. As if, yeah, and I thought they were like a thing. Yeah, kind of thing. It's so much like they could be with that potty lifestyle, or it's really, really open. Like, okay, Dick. If now that's how their people are, because that's how fucking Blackfire was with fucking Superboy. Yeah, she was just like They're very oh. casual about it. Yeah, and it's, it, yeah. it looks like Blackfire it cast the fillers more than fucking Starfire. <laughs> Starfire fucking for that one episode, like, and it's okay. Been there, done that. Yep, well, we're good now. I'm fucking somebody else. Moving <laughs> on. Can we talk about Superboy's shirt for a second? It is comic accurate. But <sighs> we gotta move on from that. It makes <laughs> him look fat. It does, cause he... it makes him look fat as hell, and I know that dude's not fat. Yeah, cause I think in one episode, he he, yeah, well, uh, when he's fucking Blackfire, he obviously had his shirt off, and like he is a, a pretty in shape dude. But I also thought, yeah. I thought that he was wearing a shirt because he was kind he of looks fat. pudgy as fuck. Yeah. yeah, he looks pudgy as fuck. Every time I see him in a scene, I'm like, God damn, Superboy looks fat. You would think that they could get like more of like an athletic type shirt that has like the fucking logo on it that's more it's flattering something. to him. Cause they got they got him the Gildan special. <laughs> that sucker like. <laughs> The 5 for 10 t-shirt for fucking, uh, okay. Chance back in the early 2000s. Okay. <laughs> the 5 for 20, no, yeah, 5 for 25, I think, back in the day. Yeah. And exactly, like, man, that is the cheapest shirt. All the costume shit they do, they give him the, like, somebody just made that on the cricket in the back. Because like, <laughs> even the S, that looks like a store-bought shirt for for her. For Dude, like, it does. Like, it looks like the shit's about to peel. Like, <laughs> That shit came from oh man, like what's the name of that store that used to be in the Bay City and, and Stephen Barry. Yes, that's what it looked like. It cracked like it, it was like it was a crack like one of those jackets from Stephen Barry. <laughs> Good looking jackets, but one piece of wind hits that jacket, it's gonna split into a million pieces. <laughs> Don't wash that shirt; that ass will come off all the way. Ain't no way it's staying on there. That is a good point because his costume is. Supposed to be very low keys. He's wearing a t-shirt, but there's so many, like you said, great quality t-shirts that are flattering to people's figure. That I can just tell that that is a low ass quality. Yes, t-shirt. I totally agree. Because he could add a t-shirt, like it could be comic accurate, but get him a a, a higher end t-shirt. Can, can can somebody get some dry fit? Like, <laughs> yes, that's what he needs. <laughs> Why does it gotta be in the lowest? Lowest brand cotton that you can ever find, bro. Cause I actually did think that between between season two and three, he said, "Fuck it, I ain't working out." And now he's kind of pudgy. <laughs> That's what I thought too. I was like, "Man, he looks super fat," but he's not. No His shirt is just god awful. Yes. Um, it's almost like again, I am a feminist, but I'm just saying, as a man who is attracted to women. These women's fashion nowadays is like going back to the 80s and shit, and it's so unflattering on them. 
Like, their jeans are up to their fucking titties. Yep. There's a war on belly buttons. <laughs> <laughs> and they're loose. <laughs> belly buttons are loose. <laughs> Man, I'm just going around looking at my job, like, seeing these girls who could be attractive, who could have nice figures, but it's like they're so... So feminists that they don't even want to embrace their curves or wear flattering clothes. Even I mean, I'm body positive and all that shit, but some clothes just aren't flattering on some on some body types. Like that's just facts. Looking like a lampshade. Yes. And nobody's pants should be up to their chest. This is in 1950s. There's no way that's comfortable. There's no, no way, way it's comfortable. comfortable. I can see the wedgie in your pussy. Yeah, yeah. Forget about showing off your figure, trying to look sexy, anything like that. There's no fucking way you're walking around comfortable. No fucking way. You sit down and that, I know that button, <laughs> that jeans button is going right into the, the little, that part right in your chest. Your fucking sternum. It's, it's always to the it's fucking sternum, bro. You know that shit hurts. Like, don't tell me it doesn't. A fupa is fine if, if you're up and walking around. But once you sit down, that fupa is going to hurt you. That fupa is going to give you a hernia somehow, I feel Be like. comfortable. <laughs> Nobody's comfortable in that. No, you can't be. That's why people embrace the fucking yoga pants. Because let's be honest, workout clothes are the most comfortable clothes you can fucking get. That's why everybody wears that. Like, everywhere you go, people don't... You don't barely see people in jeans anymore. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Until, like, the past two years, I feel like. Now, women have these jeans, these 90s, 80s jeans that look like shit, and they know they aren't comfortable. Let's go back to, 19, to the 2016-17 fucking yoga pants era. Now, there might yeah. have been a lot more of sexual hair spent in those days. Probably. But... But, I mean, the people who are going to sexually harass you are going to do it whether you're in That's jeans or yoga pants. That's a good point, man. That shit is baffling. Like, then ugly ass. Okay, that's a whole other fucking tangent. But, okay, uh, thank you for sticking with us on this tangent. What? Actually, our tangent weren't that bad. This episode. It wasn't that bad. I feel like we talked about Titans a lot. A lot, yeah. We complained about Titans a lot. <laughs> um, 10 out of 10. Yeah. A, a drunk Iron Man. Um, probably like a seven. I'm probably gonna go like a seven. Hmm. Mm. I want to go higher, but there's just so many things that nobody's even like. Shouldn't shouldn't that bothers me? Like Hank died, and they're just like, all right, moving on. Nobody mentions it. Rachel's been gone forever. Nobody mentions it. <sighs> I have to give it two different scores on a, it being a good show. And like a well-written or show that makes sense in its own world, six. On the enjoyable scale, eight and a half. That, that's very good. Yeah, I mean, I like that. That's not really our rules, but fuck, like we make the rules. So on on this show, I have to okay. give it two scores. Um, so if you can, you almost have, but like this show, it's it's honestly one of the the most like unique shows that I've yes, watched agreed. in that sense of that. I know what I'm watching is shit, <laughs> but I want to keep watching it. <laughs> That's exactly I, I, what it I is, bro. I don't feel like I've watched a show like that before. Uh, maybe the only thing that I would liken this experience to is professional wrestling. That's actually pretty good. Because <laughs> it's so bad, but you keep watching. Like, you know the progress that you're watching is shit. <laughs> 
But you're like, well, where's the story going? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what are we doing? Where are we going with this? <laughs> it might pay off. Oh, oh, shit, the guy fired. I was thinking it'll pay off. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel. As I'm watching, I'm like, shit happens, and I'm like, this is so dumb. I wonder what they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> Tigers is the professional wrestling of superhero shows. It's exactly like that. That actually, yeah, that's the best way to put it, man. Um, so as we close, what are you? So giving it two scores on it, enjoyability? No, that's not a word. It's not a word. Or how much you enjoy it versus how good it is. Entertainment wise, yes. There we go. How much I want to keep watching it, or how I, how much I'm interested in it. I have to give it. I'll go eight and a half on that. Okay. As well. yeah. Um. Story wise, I don't mind the story, but I think there's so many holes that I'm. I mean, I'm gonna go even lower. I'm gonna go right in the middle of the five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so much, shit. and losing Hank really bugged me. Cause now we're... I understood it, but. It doesn't make me happy. They could have made that same impact without killing Hank. They could have killed fucking Crypto. They could have let him. They could have let him live his life not being a superhero. <laughs> yeah. And then eventually, maybe he does come back. But to just kill him, they could have crippled him. Yeah, they, it's over. It's like it's over for me. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, so they killed off my two favorite characters on the entire series. Now, I think that one's coming back based on the fucking screenshots that I've seen, but they killed off uh, off a Wonder Girl and now Hank. Oh, you know Wonder Girl's coming yeah, back. Yeah, like, she's on, like, the fucking I mean, screenshots of fucking yeah. episode nine, I think. That shit was obvious from the jump, but um, I can't believe, so man, we're getting on tangent again, but <laughs> real quick, I can't believe, like, Rachel was almost the main character of season one. Yes. Right? Almost the main character, the yes. borderline main character. Yep. We're seven episodes deep, and we have not, we've heard her name once. That is interesting. It is wild. I wonder if that's like a contract thing, if she was filming something else, or... Yeah, and what a drastic turn on yeah. how much screen time she had. Because essentially... I mean, she had to be up there. Yeah, because essentially, season one, the first couple of episodes, was like X-Men 1 with Wolverine and Rogue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's a very good point. Like, it is a drastic turn from how much screen time. She had to have had top screen time yeah. underneath underneath um, Robin. Yeah, absolutely. And now, eight, seven, eight episodes deep, has not seen her. We've seen more of the dead Wonder Girl in these first six episodes. I know. Than, uh... like, it's, it's crazy. I, you'd think they'd have, like, a cutaway. Meanwhile. Nothing. On... Yeah, nothing to even hint at what's going on. That is a good so, point. So, if she just, like, shows up, it's going to be weird. Yeah. Like, where the fuck have you been? Like, Wait a and, minute. And, and, like... Didn't Jason Todd go there, too? Go where? To Thermoscara. No. no. Jason Todd didn't know. Yeah, yeah, but he's a dude. Well, he, he, he's a dude now, at least. I'm not sure he was born. But, okay. What are you talking about? Uh, I think that Jason Todd might be like a trans. Well, the actor might be like a transgender. No, that was Jericho. That that's confirmed. But I think that maybe yeah. like with uh from Jason Todd, it has been confirmed. It, but it's probably the truth. You think you think so? Yes. I mean, he's a weird looking guy. He is a weird looking guy. 
He's a weird looking guy. Very Andrasmus, Grace Jones, David Bowie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got some uh, features, that's for sure. 